0: Welcome to Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Larry Evans, Michael Doms, and Jim Ruddle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Episode 24 of Two Champs and a Chump Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Evans, along with my co-host, Michael Doms, and Jim Ruddle.
1: See, the thing is, you guys look at me, you see the backwards hat, the uh, gray socks, the funky outfit, and you say, now this guy's a chump, am I right? No, a fucking geek. A a fucking geek, exactly, all right? But what you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard (laughs) goddamn work making something this pretty look like a chump.
0: Thank you for joining us. So week six is coming to a close, guys. What did uh, you guys think of the games?
1: It wasn't hard, goddamn work making a chump looking like a chump this week. Uh, Tim whooped my ass. It was in a battle for first place in our division. Tim being four and one, I was three one and one. Actually had a chance, but I I couldn't stop his squad when his running backs pulled scored double digit points. Down thirty two, he still got hurts. I still have uh McMaster and the. Dallas defense, but I I don't think with his quarterback with our scoring rules, there's no way I'm going to overcome any kind of thirty point lead. There's even if, even even if he gets hurt in the first quarter, there's I still don't think I have a chance.
0: Who's McMaster?
1: The, the fucking McManus? What? Oh McManus? The the, fucking, okay. the, 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 the Denver kicker. I I re, all right, another nickname. He's the master of the kickers.
0: <laughs> all right, I I did I truly didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I was kind of, I was kind of in the mode of where I had the same guys in my PPR league and the, that were on Tim's team. So I ended up winning in the PPR league. I'm two and four in that, not bragging about anything, but you know, one way or the other, I was going to win one. I was going to win one league or the other. Ah, would okay. have rather won our league.
0: All right. So
2: how did you do, Mike? Well, I was nervous all day. I mean, Rick was beating me pretty good with the new NFL MVP, Deion Jackson. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm sure you guys got his text too, huh?
1: uh, Yes.
2: But then I got some TDs from my uh, running backs later on in the early games, and then Josh Allen had another great week. So now I'm up about 32 points, and I still have A.J. Brown left against his Philly defense. And I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back, my daily lineup today. Holy shit. Usually I try to save money and do a cheaper stack, a quarterback, wide receiver, but I'm like, no, I I, I spent up and got the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack and built around it with with the running backs that were in higher roles this week, like Eno Benjamin. No, not Eno Benj- Benjamin, I did uh, Darrell Henderson and uh, Ramondre Stevenson. And uh, holy cow, my daily lineup scored over 200 points, so I made good money this week. Wow. Wow, So it was a good week. Nice.
0: Yeah, so, you know, there were some unexpected blowouts today, some games that uh, were a lot closer than I thought that they would be. And, of course, that Buffalo-Kansas City game, you know, was a letdown overall considering what everybody expected it would be. You know, I'm winning this week. I'm up on my opponent by 56.25 points. Jen has Goddard going tonight, and I have Miles Sanders. So there's just no way that she's going to catch me. I think this one is signed, sealed, and delivered.
1: Yeah, you got her.
2: Yeah, even even if uh, Goddard has the Kelsey seven catches for 26 yards and four touchdowns, you're still good. <laughs> oh, you mean the Kelsey that I faced last week with that stat line? Yeah, yeah. yeah but you're in a better spot this week.
0: <laughs> I definitely am because I'm not playing him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we jump into our next segment, Let's check the music charts. Um, Well, would you look at that? Here's the number one song in South Africa. Champ, 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 champ,
2: champ, 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 champ,
1: champ, 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 champ,
2: champ, 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 champ
0: Now I know why there's so many shark attacks in South Africa.
2: Yeah, and for those that follow 80s wrestling, Colonel De Beers truly loves that song.
1: (laughs) A fucking Colonel De Beers reference. That's awesome, Mike. (laughs) Well, all right, so we've been running the same song for a long time now. And we're
2: all sick of it.
1: Okay, well, (laughs) I've got an idea for our second single. And I know everybody's just waiting with bated breath. Now, I don't have any musical background. I don't have the fucking technological know-how other than to do this other than to just sing it. But it's by the group Rex and Effect.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know where their this song, is going.
1: Their song, the classic Rump Shaker. Word up. <laughs> All I want to do is a zoom and a boom boom. Two champs and a chump. Ah yeah, we could do that. Pick baby, pick baby, pick baby one. <laughs> all right, that's just starting with it. I just got that off the top of my head, so that's that. Uh, that's the one I'm going to work on. If you guys uh, like all it. right,
0: Let, let's go ahead and do this. I mean, Blake and Jen need something else to sing to each other, so. <laughs> oh, no, I
1: got that picture. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'd like to see that. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just don't want to know if he's getting out of the shower singing it.
1: (laughs) Awesome.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the waiver wire targets for week seven. So, you know, of course, some of these players we're going to mention may or may not be available in your league, you know, based on, uh, you know, the size of your league, roster sizes, how smart or dumb the other players are, um, you know, it's, they may not be there. So. Teams on by this week are the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles. And then, uh, aren't there more? I thought there were more for Week 7.
1: No, no, they kind of split it up a little bit more. But, man, this is four heavy teams going on by. There's going to be a lot of fantasy holes this week that need to be filled. Yeah,
2: I pulled that one up right from the NFL
0: schedule. Okay, because I know there were, uh, like, two weeks. I I thought it was, uh, like, 7 and 14 that were, like, really, really heavy as far as Uh, number of teams, but okay. So week seven waiver targets, Uh, Jim, why don't you go ahead and get us started.
1: Since we usually start with the quarterbacks, I'm going to nominate Matt Ryan this week. It looks like he's taken a hellacious beating the first third of this season, but that's because he hasn't had his stars and he hasn't had Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he has, he's had basically, he's had the Justin Fields cast around him and it's not fair to him to judge him. Today, I think he finally put up some good fantasy numbers. He had Pittman. He, oh man, was he just looking for Pittman today? And, and I mean, I'm supposing that Jonathan Taylor is going to be back next week. They got easy matchups versus uh,
0: Tennessee oh, at home. They are,
1: yeah, they are at ten, No, they are at Tennessee, where I, I'm sure that's going to be a competitive, probably high scoring game. And then they're at home week eight. I, I drafted Matt Ryan to cover my Patrick Mahomes bye week in week eight. Because they are at home against Washington. So two cake matchups in a row. If your quarterback's out this week, Matt Ryan's a good place to go.
0: Yeah, and I and I fully expect Jonathan Taylor to be back next week. But, you know, if you if you listen to some people in our league, you know, Action Jackson would be the guy that would uh, be taking over the number one quarter or number one running back role in the league. So what was that? He <laughs> wanted
1: Del- he wanna Delvin cook for him? <laughs> No, de, 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 de,
0: no was it no it wasn't for him it was for josh jacobs josh jacobs oh that's and, right uh, that and and I'm mike s- evans yeah
1: i'm sorry i get his ridiculous offers mixed up <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> all right so uh i'm i'm actually gonna uh move to a different position here i i'm, I'm not going quarterback uh in this one so i've got uh taekwon thornton so, he's a rookie-wide receiver with New England. He just returned from injury. He had a really good game today um, with their third-string quarterback. I mean, this should be a preemptive pickup for everybody. I mean, you know, he should only get better when Mac Jones
2: returns. Yeah, I agree. I like that call.
1: But they spread it out so much. I hate I hate everybody. Everybody but Stevenson on that team can go to Yeah, ball. but
2: Ty... I- Taekwon's a speed demon. He's the only real true speed merchant on that team. I love Taekwon.
1: Okay. Okay. I've been, you know, I didn't know who Wondell Robinson was when when we brought him up in the begin in the preseason. So, I mean, I'm not going to disregard him.
0: I don't know what kind of role he's going to have, but I mean, for him just to come back from injury and for them to call his number this much,
2: they must really like him.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: So, Mike, uh, who do you have?
2: All right, mine's going to be a quarterback, and just listen to these names. Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts. Those are the quarterbacks I'm by this week. If you have one of those quarterbacks, you're going to want to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. We mentioned him last week, and I'll mention him again. Now, granted, the Niners lost today, but he had a decent enough game. He scored some points. He had a couple touchdown passes and they get the Chiefs' sieve of a defense next week. And he you should be starting him, especially if you have one of those quarterbacks that I mentioned before. Garoppolo's a good bye week starter this week. All right, so uh, Jim, who do you have next?
1: I, I, I'm going to go uh, and break. I, I really couldn't. I, I was struggling to find running backs. Running backs are going to be tough on the wire this week, and, and unless somebody gets hurt during the middle of the week. So I'm just going to go to a preemptive uh, pickup. Coming off his bye week, I'm going to nominate Nico Collins, wide receiver, Houston Texans. Uh, He's a preseason darling. He's a second-year wide receiver. Uh, There were signs in the two games before the bye week that Nico Collins uh, was overtaking Brandon Cooks as the number one receiver there. I think with the emergence of Pierce, and they have a running game in Houston, their problem is the passing game. I think they spent their bye week trying to scheme up nico and i think nico's gonna blow up here in the next week or two and you should you need to pick him up before it happens
0: okay all right so mike who do you have
2: all right this one i'm just kind of taking a stab at only because baltimore tends to ride the hot hand at running back and teams are right now i know are hunting for running back so i'm gonna say Kenyon drake he took over for dobbins today early and looked amazing for some reason, they're not trusting Dobbins, and they're, that team likes to ride the hot hand. I know you got Gus Edwards coming back, but the fact that he's still not back after tearing an ACL leads me to believe he's another one that's going to be worked in slowly like Dobbins. So if you need a running back at least for a couple weeks, I think Drake is someone to ride for a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, this, one's a, this one's a tough one, Mike, because... You know Kenyon Drake, like you said, they kind of go with the hot hand, right? So is Hill going to be back? Is he not going to be back? When is Dobbins ever going to return? I mean, it's almost like a Jack in the Box thing. You know, are they go ahead and you know turning the wheel on the on the box and waiting for him to pop up or something or or what? Because you know he should have been back right now by now from the uh, ACL. And you look at all those pictures on the internet, and I mean, this guy is just jacked up, you know, if he does come back, it looks like he can carry all, you know, 11 guys on the defense to the end
2: zone, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, he <laughs> kind of looks like DK Met crap. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true.
1: But dude, I hate the Drake, and I've always hated the Drake. Fuck him. To me, this is the flukiest thing I've seen, but you can, at the running back position, I will put, you just can't disregard a 100-yard game with a touchdown. I mean, there's just not, they don't just hand those out. I think it's more of a schematic thing where Baltimore was showing their run. The, like the other team, like the Giants knew the the Ravens were running when Dobbins was in the game and stacked it. And when they just assumed they were throwing the ball when Drake was in there and there was just huge holes for him today that I'll, I think would we'll be covered up by the next team next week. But you can't disregard it.
0: No, I agree, especially with bye weeks. Right. So, All right, so uh, for my next uh, waiver wire pickup, I've got Deontay Foreman. So, or Deonta Foreman. Um, there's rumors that Carolina is shopping CMC. So it seems like they're trying to just clean house of, of coaching staff and then, you know, trying to get some value out of some of their players as well. So there there's rumors that they're going to be shopping CMC, uh, you know, if they do trade him in the next three weeks, because the trade deadline is November 1st. So if they do trade him in the next three weeks, then I think Deonta... Should be you know see the bulk of those carries. He did really well in Tennessee last year, after um you know King Henry went down. I think that he could uh, you know play a big role on that this offense. Then again, if they if they still have that offensive coordinator, I don't know what kind of offense they're going to have. So
2: yeah, I agree. I I believe Deontay Foreman would be the guy to carry the rock. The only problem is is I hear. Uh, Carolina wants multiple first-round picks for CMC to trade him. Hell, fantasy managers can't even get first-round picks for CMC. Ain't no way an NFL team's going to give that up. I don't see them trading CMC because of what they're asking, but who knows. But if he does get traded, yeah, Foreman's the guy. Well,
0: and the thing of it is, is if you look at the draft class that's coming up, I mean, this next draft class, it's just loaded with running backs. Now, I don't know that they're loaded with running backs as the caliber of CMC, but then again... You know he hasn't really helped the team that much when he's been injured as much as he has either. So,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. If you look at, I mean, owners of CMC have probably seen he, he's not he. Th- the first part of the season he hasn't been the same guy. But if you look at his numbers today, oh boy, they they came, that whole he had every touch that game. It seemed like for for Carolina and and they won the game. But now it seems like they don't. They were trying to manage his reps so he'd last the whole year. Today, was, this week was the week where they said they don't give a fuck. And today was a him showcase. They're right. showcasing them right. for showcase, a trade. Right, showcase, showcase, and just, they don't care. Just let them have it.
0: I think it was showcasing them for a trade and also trying to keep the ball out of the hands of that uh, third string quarterback. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, that's true, too. PJ. Yeah,
0: so, all right, so, Jim, who is your next uh, waiver wire pickup?
1: Uh, my next pickup is is not a guy that I think is a superstar, but it's a guy that I I, I thought was up and coming a year or two ago, and that's Traquan Smith of the New Orleans Saints. Um, the 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 Saints' wide receiver core is just battered. Michael Thomas, what's his name? Oliva and uh, Olave. Olave, whatever. Do
2: you want to build a snowman? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Olaf. <laughs> I
1: I fucked his name up again. Jarvis Landry. They're all out. The The Saints are on Thursday this week, on a short week. I don't, I mean, maybe one of those guys can come back. Uh, Dalton's going to be, I, for, I don't see Dalton losing that job until he like actually gets hurt. I, Winston, it, to me, wasn't doing anything to earn his job back immediately after injury. I think Dalton's still going to play this Thursday. And he seems to be enjoying throwing to his guys on the second team. Uh, Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith. But I think Traquan Smith is a the leader there. And actually, Traquan Smith will be one of my starts for this Thursday.
0: Interesting. I mean, I think that Alave will probably be back for this game because I know that he was, you know, making his way through that concussion protocol. But that's, I mean, still with the other two guys out they're they're going to need other wide receivers. And, you know, Traquan has been, you know, making the most of his opportunities.
1: And Arizona got embarrassed a little bit this week. I think they're going to want to try to, uh, I think they're going to be a little more motivated this Thursday. So I think New Orleans is going to be behind. It's at the games at Arizona. So I think that they're going to be throwing the ball a lot.
0: I don't know that anybody could be behind against Arizona. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I know. I know. But that we were saying that about the Giants and the Jets two weeks ago too.
0: Yeah. I think the only way that Arizona gets up on another team is if they lock the door to the locker room. So that way the other team <laughs> can't get out. Yeah. And even then, it's kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I think the referees might be able to put up some points against Arizona.
2: <laughs> so, so Mike, who do you have uh, for your next uh, waiver wire? Another one of my man crushes, Wandale Robinson. I drafted the guy. I He got hurt in week one. I unfortunately had to drop him because my sixth wide receiver, I think more of someone that can produce now. But he's finally back today, and he scored, started and scored a touchdown today. He did not have huge numbers, but he was the best wide receiver out there for the Giants. Don't look now, but the Giants are an up-and-coming team. They're what five and one now.
1: Yeah, they beat yeah.
2: Baltimore, and damn, someone's got to be the number one wide receiver on that team, and it. I think it's gonna be Robinson. He's he's the guy there. Yeah, no, it's definitely
0: I I like him, Mike. Um, you and I were talking beforehand. And you know, Wandell Robinson is definitely going to get a lot of opportunities there because they really don't have anybody else to throw to. Everybody right. else is is injured, or they're uh, just no good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, their only other reliable targets said uh, Daniel Bellinger at tight end. Yeah, and he's a rookie. Yeah.
1: Was that a crack on Darius Slayton, man? Uh- <laughs> yeah, that was a one. That was a he one sucked. week fluke. Yeah, it was a fluke.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, I I really I hate to say this one, um, because I was so down on him in the off season. I just I really hate to say this one, but Mike Gesicki, you know, Woo-hoo! if he's out there, you know, go ahead and add him at tight end. Tight end is such a horrible position, unless you have you know the the big two, in um Kelsey and Andrews, but with uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle there. It looks like teams are just deciding not to cover Mike Geseki. Uh, right. That's what they. That's what they used to do in Dallas. You know, they they didn't cover Moose John or not Moose Johnson, who was a, who was the tight end that they had,
1: Novacek or the the newer guy the after newer guy. that. Why am I blanking?
0: I am too. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Moose was a fullback. Right. Right. But anyway, you know, in Dallas they. they oh,
2: Jason Witten.
0: Jason Witten. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, white they, guy. They would go ahead and they would just defensive teams would leave him uncovered because they knew they could. All right, they're going to throw it to him five, ten yards down the field. We can catch him. He's right. not going to outrun anybody. I think that's the same situation with Mike Geseki. Don't cover him. We got to we got to cover Tyreek Hill. We got to cover Waddle. You know we can catch this other guy. So, um, and and it's leaving him uncovered in the end zone, unfortunately. So, uh, I just you know he he seems like he's a good good pickup.
2: And if Larry's talking Gasicki, I say, if you're listening, go get him. Because I think Gasicki used to beat up Larry and keep taking his lunch money because Larry hates this guy. <laughs> so, yeah, if Larry's pimping Gasicki, go get him. <laughs> but, I
1: mean, that was that was the whole basis for me liking him in the offseason and putting him in my tight end t- top ten was I, I just didn't think anybody would be able to cover the middle with those two little guys with Waddle and, and Hill on the outside. And it's finally, it's coming, it's coming into fruition.
0: Yeah, yeah. You were all, all they needed to do is get, uh, you know, uh, Bridgewater in there as a quarterback. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. See, (laughs) they lost the game, but he put up some monster numbers. That
2: fucker. All right. So, Mike, who do you have next? This is my other man crushing. I know Larry's liked this guy a lot in the past too, and that's Rondale Moore. I think even with uh, DeAndre Hopkins returning next week. Rondale Moore has proven the last couple weeks that he's here to stay, and he's going to get a growing role. He uh, was leading the cards and receiving today. I know Hollywood Brown was catching up there towards the end of the game, but Hollywood Brown got rolled up late in that game and was kind of help, helped helped to walk off the field. So I'm kind of feeling Hollywood Brown might be out for a couple weeks. Just just a guess. Follow injury reports there, but I love me some Rondale going forward. Yeah, and I and and I used to
0: like this guy, Mike. I I used to I, I I'm just I'm down on everybody in in Arizona right now. I just think that it's a poorly run organization, and I absolutely hate Kyler Murray. I, I thought that he was good. I was wrong.
2: Yeah, they're better than Carolina, though. Well, that, that's true, and they should be. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> They'll make the playoffs still.
0: Jim, who I do you think... have next?
1: Uh, I, I'm going to suggest another tight end that had a big game today, but I'm kind of, nah. But if you're like me and just eating it at the tight end position, Robert Tunyon for the Packers. Uh, The Packers are about as low as they possibly could get right now with Aaron Rodgers still being healthy. Somebody's got to catch the ball from him. And the, it looks like they lost Randall Cobb today. I think this is a good spot where Tonya could get hot for a couple weeks and really produce some points for you. Basically getting 10 instead of zero.
0: They're saying that Christian Watson's probably going to go on IR as well.
1: Well, he's been on, in my eyes, he's been on IR all year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Except for the week one where he dropped that fucking, that set the tone, him dropping that bomb.
2: Which he should have been on IR. Right. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, next I'm going to say either Malcolm Brown or Kyron Williams. And Kyron Williams is still on IR, but I, I, I think that he's ready to come off of IR soon. But again, this is a situation where there's rumors that there's a rift between Cam Akers and Coach McVay and uh, the L.A. Rams there. And Akers, when he was inactive today, they're talking about trading him. Brown was just brought up from the practice squad. And he had seven carries, I mean, granted for only 15 yards and he had one catch for 13 yards. But I mean, after just being pulled up from the practice squad and being thrown into action, you know, that that just kind of tells you that the the writing's on the wall that uh, Cam Akers is probably going to be showing the door here pretty soon.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've heard from some, uh, I've been following Twitter on this and uh, a couple of uh, Ram Beat reporters are saying they truly believe Cam Akers has taken his last snap as a, uh, as a Ram. They they don't see him playing anymore for them. And I honestly, am not sure what a team would give for him. I mean, there you would think someone might have interest in him, but yeah, Malcolm Brown was one of the top high school recruits coming out uh, back in his class. And he's had some good years when he's been called upon. So I I like the Malcolm Brown call, but Kyron Williams is a rookie from Notre Dame that does have a good future in the, in this league. And he's he's a good pass catching back, but he can also run the ball too. So he, he's a good pickup too.
0: Yeah. He's pretty good size too. So, you know, uh, kind of on that same note of people that maybe took their last snap with the team is, is, you know, maybe Robbie Anderson. I don't know if anybody saw what happened today with, with him and that assistant coach, but, uh, you know, he was all up in that assistant coach's grill a couple of times. And then finally the new head coach, um, Wilkes went ahead and told him to go to the locker room. So he was walking off, you know, cussing back at the, at the coaching staff as he was walking off the field. So he didn't pull a, a an Antonio Brown, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't start doing a strip tease, he, but you know, he, he, did. he
1: didn't have the cashier to pull an Antonio Brown. Plus, And plus, <laughs> I, plus, you know, Wilkes is probably sitting there. There's no, I don't think PJ, on Wa- Anderson's typical, you go long route. I don't think PJ Walker could have reached him anyway. So he was indifferent. Whether Robbie Anderson was there or not, it, it doesn't matter. He, that guy sucks.
2: Well, and it's funny that you bring up uh, Carolina sideline uh, hijinks and you bring up uh, Steve Wilkes. Uh, all week on Twitter, I was hearing um, memes and jokes about people saying, Steve Wilkes, wasn't that the Jerry Springer bodyguard guy? <laughs> Steve Wilkes. <laughs> so, so it's like. Yeah, I can see them on the sideline. Jerry, Jerry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would've if somebody would have told me that, I would have bought it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So Jim, uh who do you have for streaming defenses?
1: Yeah, well, I, I kinda missed the boat on Cleveland this week. I man, I really thought they'd be able to take care of uh that zippy zappy guy from New England. Obviously they couldn't. That that was ridiculous. And I still got the Chargers. This is my from my last week's picks. The Chargers go on Monday night. I think they will have a good game. Probably get a turnover from Russ. Uh, but for next week, Jacksonville, their defense, which, you know, they lost this week, and they kind of let down, but they always play better at home. Jacksonville's got, oh, they got the Giants at home, and the Giants, I, you know what? I've lost my ass betting against the Giants two weeks in a row. I think in Jacksonville, the Giants have a letdown and Jacksonville's defense has a real nice game against Daniel Jones and a bit of a, a track game for the Giants. And then the the easy one, uh, if New England's defense is still out there, they ain't as dominant as they've been in the last three or four years. If New England's defense is out there, they get the Bears at home next Monday night, which should just be a feast for them. That would be my number one stream this week is New England.
0: That means they're going to look like the uh, New England of old.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's Justin Fields. They might look better.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, before we move on to the start, sit for Thursday night, another, I got two things. One is another preemptive player that I just thought about, you know, um, Detroit is on by this week. They drafted a, you know, a stud rookie that tore his ACL, la- er, you know, late in the year. And they're coming back from their buy and there is talk that this Jamison Williams may start getting some playing time here pretty soon. And and if that's the case, um, you know, he may be a preemptive pickup for people because, you know, I think he's a, a Randy Moss type of talent for a team.
1: Yeah. In the same vein, they're probably going to get Swift back this week too. Uh, if they drop Jared Goff in your league, that'd be a guy to pick up this week too to cover you. I mean cuz just by default I I don't like Jared Goff but by default with all the weapons he has around you he's been producing some nice games this year. That's a guy to pick up too. All
0: right. So then uh, before we get into the start sets, let me just kind of go over this real quick. My wife caught up on the podcast. So she was sending me texts about oh, you know, I can't remember if it was week f- you know or uh, episode 15 or 17 but she's like you know, whatever it was, we were talking about Joe Burrow a lot in that episode and she just was not a fan of that episode. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, in any case, she is making a compiling a list of all of our start sit candidates and she is going to go ahead and track that throughout the year. So that way at the end of the year, we can look back on that and figure out, who you know had the the best percentage as far as hits on the start sits.
1: So, I mean, is she going to grade them too? Is she going to what? Grade them. I mean, whether the guy was a hit or not. I mean, it's going to be hard to look at a list of names just over the course of the year. And
2: it's going to be subjective cuz what constitutes a good start versus a bad start and Exactly. That's what I told her because one of
0: my one of the players that I said was a sit for this last week was Lamar Jackson. Well, Lamar still put up a a little over 22 points in our league, but that's, you know, quite a bit down from the 31 and 50 something points that he put up in the first couple of weeks as well, you know? Oh, absolutely. yeah. So to me, and plus everybody was thinking that this was going to give, be a give me for him against the giants. But, you know, I just, I did not think that it was going to happen, especially with, um, you know, wink as their defensive coordinator. So, again, yeah, some of that stuff is really subjective. I don't know how she's going to grade it, but, hey, if she wants to do it, let her do it.
1: Okay, I'm good <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, all right, so before we uh, wrap this up, let's go ahead and look at some start-sit options for Thursday's night's game, which is the Saints at the Cardinals. So, Mike, why don't you go ahead and get us started?
2: Well, for me, my start this week should be someone you should be starting anyways if you own him, but it's Alvin Kamara of the Saints. He will. He was the Saints offense this week. I know he wasn't the one that got the touchdowns, but he was the one that did all the work between the 20s. He he piled up yards. He had a great game, and he's going to be the Saints offense again this week, especially on the short week, and especially if Dalton is quarterbacking and depending which Wide receivers are out there. I think Kamara's a great start this week. Yeah, I mean it, it's time
0: for him just to, to start, you know, putting up what his uh, what everybody expected him to, right? And and he's uh,
1: had he's had two pretty good games in a row. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think this is a good position for him right now. So I agree with you, Mike. So my start is going to be Chris Olave. So he should be back from concussion uh, the concussion protocol. He seems to be getting targeted a, a lot and quite often over the last few weeks, and he's making the most of it. And, and Arizona's defense is just – they're horrible. So, I mean, I think that Chris Olave would have a good game, regardless of which quarterback's in there.
2: I agree. I'm one of the rare ones that a lot of people were all up on Garrett Wilson's jock coming into the draft. I always thought, going back to college, that Olave was the better receiver. Okay. So, Jim, who
0: do you have as your start?
1: No, I'm just going to say Trey Quan smith If you pick him up, just then just start him this week because uh, I, I, I think Arizona's going to win this game. I, by hook or crook, they're going to win this game, and I think New Orleans is going to have to throw the ball, which would also play into Kamara and Olave's hands. Uh, I, I just th- see no matter who's quarterback, and they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and I think Trey Quan smith whatever Olave doesn't get, Trey Quan smiths going to get.
0: Man, that's that's a bold statement I yeah. I really think the only way that they have a chance of winning this game is if they're if the Saints team is in a bus crash on the way to the stadium ah oh, right well and it's
2: it's like Larry said earlier it'll be by crook but it's gonna be because they locked the locker room door <laughs> so they can't get out at the beginning of the game
1: if this game was at New Orleans I would think otherwise but I'm just <laughs> thinking the way this this topsy-turvy league is, is the way it's working man Arizona's gonna win this game
0: okay all right so let's go ahead and get into the sits. So uh, let's go ahead and, and get it started, Mike. What do you got?
2: Michael Thomas. Oh, my God. What a freaking bust this year. But some of us knew he would be. But if he plays, it's going to be a surprise. I know every week he practices a little bit, and they put him as questionable and should be out there, but then they make him inactive. If he plays, eh, it'll be a surprise. But I want to see him perform first before I give them any trust and put them in my lineup. I would even start a, now I know someone like uh Bateman might be back next week. I'd start a guy like Bateman over Michael Thomas or even any other wide receiver three or four. I just don't like Thomas this week. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think you can't, can't trust them.
1: Can't trust them.
2: Yep. So
0: my sit is, and, and you guys probably already would have picked up on this. It's Kyler Murray. Uh, I mean, Let's just face it. I mean, this guy just sucks. I mean, plain and simple, he just sucks. I mean, he's got so much talent, and he just can't produce anything other than rushing yards or, of course, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, dude, if Hollywood Brown was your number one receiver, too, uh, you What's know. What's that? If Hollywood Brown's your number one receiver, you got problems. And an and 85-year-old A.J. Green. Rondale Moore is his glimmer of hope, and Nuke's and coming back, but... I, I think this guy has a big turnaround. He ain't gonna be the MVP or nothing, but I, I still think there's stuff for him to prove.
0: I don't know, man. Have you watched him throw the ball? He just yeah. it, it 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 just seems like his throws are just way, way off. But I, I um, Hollywood
1: Brown and AJ Green can do that to you.
0: So speaking of Hollywood Brown, I just saw a tweet that he was seen outside the locker room with a walking boot on, and he had uh, said that the yep. x-rays were negative and he'll have more tests tomorrow.
2: I'm guessing at least a sprained ankle and maybe even a high ankle sprain. Uh, I I think he's quite, especially short week. I think he's highly questionable this week.
1: A sprained ankle to go with his broken hands. Okay, don't <laughs> start.
0: To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. He, uh, I, I don't think that he plays on a short week for sure. So Jim, who do you have as your sit?
1: Well, I was going to say the Arizona defense, but I'm going to make this simple and just say Hollywood Brown because I fucking hate them anyway. (laughs) Done.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll echo that because uh, like with what Jim said, if you have Arizona's defense on your roster, you're in bad shape. I would drop them for Seattle or someone
1: else. Yeah, No, I I was going to say the Arizona D, and I mean, nobody's got Arizona's D, but I mean, they did score a touchdown this week. So the chances of that D scoring touchdowns two consecutive weeks, almost non-existent. So that was my, that was my reason, but nobody's owning that. Arizona
2: side. doesn't even have their own D. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. You guys have anything else?
1: No, I'm good.
2: Nope. I, I would say I'll, I'm just going to, I'll just say, I know I won't be here for the, uh, start sit episode later in the week, but I trust my, uh, my, uh, other hosts here. They're going to set you guys up really good. Maybe I'll throw them a couple of, uh, Guys, to throw in there for me if I if something calls out, but uh, I'm gonna be no
1: fuck that. I'm you send you send me something. I'm taking full credit for that shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, the only uh, I say the only thing I will say is Jim's right. Kyler Murray will not come back and be MVP because we saw the MVP this afternoon in Josh Allen.
1: Yeah, So swallow that <laughs> one. Up. Hey, I had well, no, I did not have Josh Allen as my. MVP. russ wilson was my mvp but i had josh wilson i, I had josh Allen. <laughs> i had josh allen as the number one quarterback still though and that's that's working
0: all right so if we don't have anything else then uh let's go ahead and uh, close shop for the day right yep yep all right so that is going to do it for us today thank you for joining us if you enjoyed the show please follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts also to help us grow please share the podcast with your friends Please don't forget to follow us on our socials. I can be found on Twitter at fantasy underscore Larry. You can find Michael on Twitter at domination. That's D a H M I N a T I O N. And Jim can be found at Jim Ruttle at hotmail.com.
1: Or you could just try Xbox live and try to get me to play on your team in t- NBA two K 21, but I'll probably ignore you there. <laughs> it's Jim. My gamer tag is Jim at 20.
0: And, and, you know, you'll probably get that invite from Kyler Murray soon on Game
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I'll yeah. tell that fucker no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so join us later in this week when we're going to go over the week seven start-sit options and and make fun of Mike. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'll be fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, make fun of the 6-0 and o guy. Good job. For sure.
1: <laughs> That's why.
0: You, you, you're going to soak it up this year while you are 6-0, and o, but we remember a lot yeah. of years where you weren't 6-0. and o. Yeah. So, all right. So from all of us, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. See you next time.